Good morning. I hope you're having a fine Sunday morning. Welcome back to another edition of Miami Valley Voices on this Cox radio station. I'm your host from the Dayton Daily News, Ron Rollins, and uh, we're in the studio with a uh, return guest who's been here at least once, maybe twice, um, Paula Cosby from uh, Close That Work, one of our favorite organizations in town, the executive director. How are you? Good morning. I'm fine. Uh, Thanks for having absolutely. me again. Absolutely. This is the second time I've run into you this week, at least. It is. That's it right. Is. I saw you yesterday at the unveiling of the uh, launching of the uh, the new Miracle Clubhouse. Yeah. Well. Big shout out and congratulations to Amy. She did a wonderful oh, job the getting the Miracle Clubhouse brought to our community. You're so. very kind. Uh, she's referring to my, my, my lovely wife, Amy Rollins, who is one of the original advisory committee people that brought the clubhouse in. And we should tell people the, the Miracle Clubhouse, they probably are the subject of a future show, I think. Uh, it's a it's a, a day place for um, local people with uh, mental illness. And right. they can just sort of drop in and, and, and help run the place and and uh, job skills and, and have, build relationships and stuff like that. And we're all about putting people back to work in that's, this community. That's right. So. Nice segue into what you do. Tell people yeah. who have uh, who don't aren't familiar with Clothes at Work exactly so, what your organization does. I am proud to be the leader of a wonderful nonprofit organization in our community called Clothes That Work. For those of you who aren't familiar with it, it is an organization. Shame on you if you're not it, familiar. That's right. Well, I, I would say, but, <laughs> <laughs> okay. but um, it's a wonderful organization that uh, is dedicated to providing interview and work appropriate clothing for under-resourced job seekers. And in addition to providing those that clothing, we also provide one-on-one confidence building image coaching. Mm-hmm. So, And that's what we've been doing now for 17 years in this community. Well, I hadn't forgotten it was that long. Tell people where you're located. We are at the Job Center. We're at mm-hmm. the southern end of the Job Center. Uh, where our administrative offices are, and we also have a resale boutique that's there. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of uh, opportunity for us to really impact the workforce in the D- Miami Valley community. So now how, how do people end up coming to you? We have a number of access points to our organization. Our primary access point is through our referral partner network, mm-hmm. which consists of about 35 or 40 uh, organizations in the community that are dedicated to workforce development, job skill training, technical skill training, um, public public assistance, work employment programs. Mm -hmm. Uh, They uh, contract with us to provide uh, the professional clothing services and, and coaching. And the uh, other access point would be through a fee-for-service program where if you have limited resources, but mm-hmm. some resources, you can come on in and we will provide that services for a very limited fee. Mm-hmm. And limited, I mean $30, so mm-hmm. it's very, mm-hmm. very small. But we'll provide a complete interview outfit and also provide the coaching that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. In addition, we've got some wonderful volunteers. Ron, I could not conduct this mission without our committed and dedicated volunteers. Sure. Um, so we do have volunteers that are uh, also offering mock interviews for people that um, access our services, but mm-hmm. you know need that fine tuning and, and the practice. So sure. we provide a, a, a wide range of services, but primarily geared around workplace image. So is there a typical client? Uh, there is not a typical client um, other than it is an under-resourced, uh, that they're, they've been unemployed for some period of time or they're underemployed. Mm-hmm. Um, our typical client uh, could be male, female, it's young adult. Uh, this year we uh, have closed out half the year that uh, 20% of our clients are youth and young adults. Oh really? And is that I'm, high? Is that's, that's very high for yeah, us and yeah. we're happy to say that because we realize that 
um, a lot of youth are may not necessarily go into a college experience, but that they are looking at limit, um, transitioning into mm-hmm. self-reliance and mm-hmm. work, coming into the workplace. So they're taking their image very seriously and we're allowed to partner with them. Mm-hmm. We're looking at our local universities and colleges to also work with their career services department to mm-hmm. help young people uh, put together a positive professional image mm-hmm. as they go into internships mm-hmm. and um, are seeking employment through job fairs or what have you. Mm-hmm. So um, if I, I arrive, what happens to me? I'm a client, Give me, walk, me th- walk, walk me through what, what occurs. Well, first and foremost, you're greeted by the most caring and loving uh, client services coordinator, Libby Eustis on herself. Right. Of course, of course. Um, she schedules our appointments for us. And right. so when a client comes to us, they um, are greeted um, by a professional warm smile. Mm-hmm. And they are then uh, taken into our uh, exclusive area, the, the client services uh, area, where they are greeted by an individual client coach that mm-hmm. will coach them through the process of selecting the appropriate attire for the job that they're seeking. Mm-hmm. Uh, we realize that not everybody is going into the corporate environment or a business environment, but perhaps they're going into a service labor. So we select an outfit that would be appropriate for them as they interview. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we always recommend that the, the best and, and most positive approach that you can take to your um, interview is in a suit. Mm-hmm. Um, but our client coach will coach the individual through what um, attire would be best for the job that they're seeking. Uh, they also talk to them about uh, confidence building uh, um, behaviors, coaching mm. them on um, proper handshakes, eye contact, smiling when you respond, oh, proper cool. responses. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we talk about hygiene. We talk about um, some some difficult issues, whether it's hair color, whether mm. it's tattoos, um, things that uh, an employer would expect of a prospective employee. Or not. Or, or not. Right, we're right. coaching them on those things, and we're doing right. that in a very dignified and respectful manner. Now, I have to ask, do do you get pushback sometimes? I mean, absolutely. Some, I mean, people have come to you, of yeah. course, in a in a mode that I would assume is at least semi-receptive. But a lot of times they've been like referred, and exactly. they may feel like they don't need what you're pushing. So, well, and the biggest challenge we have is retail versus what we have in our our client services area. Mm-hmm. Um, retail clothing, for the most part, um, it's not necessarily uh, the image that we're portraying. Mm-hmm. Uh, the clothing fit is a little tighter now. Mm-hmm. Um, things are a little more saggy for gentlemen, whereas mm-hmm. they're a little more tight for, for females. Um, and so we get a lot of pushback in terms of, I don't want to wear a suit or, right. you know, that's that doesn't me. fit me right. 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 I don't want to yeah. wear a skirt. And right. So that's the kind of pushback that we get, but because of our dedicated and um, trained volunteers, we're able to help them understand that the um, point of our services is to help them create a positive impression Mm -hmm. that an employer would expect. And so once we're able to really shift their thinking in terms of employer expectations versus individual comfort, Mm -hmm. we are able to um, conduct our services for them and and provide them the confidence that they need. Because in large part, it's actually not about them. It's about the person who's interviewing them. I mean, it is about them. It is. But it's also about, it's a two-way interaction and you're trying to put them in a a position of, of seeing them through the eyes of this potential employer or this interviewer. Exactly, and we're, we are dedicated to putting them in their the best positive light that they can, can portray. Now, how many people a year go through your doors? Well, um, last year we served about uh, 1,900 clients 
This year, we are at 850 mm-hmm. in terms of job seekers, uh, but we're about 80% of our goal. We've mm-hmm. looked at a growth goal over the last year, and we're at about 79% of that goal. We've got two more months, and I, I fully expect that we're going to extend that. Mm-hmm. Um, so at, of about the almost 900, uh, again, 40%, I'm sorry, 50% are women, and Fortunately, um, with good news, I have mm. to report 50% are now men. That's interesting. Yeah, um, it is. What's affecting the percentage change, do you think? Or what's, uh, I mean, you, your organization kind of puts you in a, 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 a side bench seat on, on looking at sort of the employment situation in the community that maybe a lot of other people get through, through the headlines. You know, what, 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 what's your sense of the terrain these days? Well, I think um, going back to your first question is what's affecting our shift in services to men. Uh, we've opened up a, a number of new partnerships in the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, Close That Work is, is dedicated to being a collaborative partner to the partners that are engaged in the technical skills. Mm-hmm. Um, So we've opened up a a larger number of um, partnerships that are bringing men to our services, as well as uh, we've got a lot more men that are contributing uh, to our organization. For example, um, one of the highlights we had this year was a brand new... um, fundraiser that we oh, yeah. I heard about and that. And you're very familiar with that because yeah, yeah. let me just tell all of you out there that yeah, yeah. Ron Rollins was one of our top 10 role models for our new uh, event. That's just because I have a lot of Facebook friends. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's because you are a true oh, role model kind. in our Thank community. You. You're very kind. But um, also Actually describe this, that event. Yeah, tell people about that event. That was really fun. I'm happy to. Um, we really transitioned what our former uh, fundraiser was, uh, Hunks and Hills, which everyone was familiar with. But we looked... Especially Especially those of us who ran around the green and high hills. <laughs> we looked at how we could tie this fundraiser um, more directly to our mission. Mm-hmm. And as we're looking to empower um, job seekers in our community, we thought it would be very interesting to, A, marry the men in our community to our mission in terms of providing uh, role models to these job seekers. So through this uh, new event, we highlighted men in our community who are um, making a positive impact in not just workforce development, but in the business and corporate world in general. Mm-hmm. And these gentlemen, you in particular, um, competed online for uh, three titles during a month-long event, one of which was Best Dressed Man, the other one was What um, Accessory Empowers You the Most, and then third, What Shoe Empowers You the Most. And through mm-hmm. that, we were able to st- tell the stories to the community, to, and especially to to the job seeking community about how, you know, we don't wake up like this every day. There was a journey that we went through and there were um, a number of, of hits, a number of misses. And that's what this uh, um, fundraiser allowed us to show is mm-hmm. that, you know, with hard work and diligence and um, the help of role models, we're able to accomplish our employment goals. And so that was a part of what this fundraiser did. Yeah, it was kind of cool. And and um, uh, being in the top 10 was, 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 was an honor. And we should say though that that we all lost out to uh, Michael Rediger, the executive director of the, or actually president and CEO of the uh, Dayton uh-huh. Art Institute, and because um, I think he cheated, and I'll, well, I'll say it. I just said I put it out there, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. While while you put it out there, I also want to say um, <laughs> no, you all guy. you yeah, all yeah, fought yeah. a good fight. Fought um, a good although fight. Michael did win legitimately, Michael won legitimately. Uh, even I though, know, even though it was a last minute snatch of victory, he he did win legitimately. Well, this was, this this was a uh, this this was a case of uh, of, of of social media uh, expertise, basically. You know, pumping out 
you know, begging for votes, and and each vote was five dollars. Is that right? Each vote was five five dollars, and I one of the most incredible experiences that came out of this is that we had of the course of about 50 men or so mm-hmm. that participated as role models we garnered 1800 votes now that in and of itself mm-hmm. is astounding but what is more astounding is that we touched almost every state in this country that's kind of cool so there are 49 50 states now that yeah. are aware of clothes right. that work that right. we that's would cool. not have had an opportunity to get that message out otherwise that's true i believe i had friends in virginia and kentucky who were voting for me so With, that's thank that's you two we took care of a couple of the commonwealths there but uh yeah that's good it was a fun event it was really neat um plus it, it did not uh put us in the physical jeopardy uh, that comes with running in high exactly. heels on concrete exactly right. the old hunks and heels event so now you know how difficult it is to balance life and career yes in high and heels. high heels yes yes now there's the old ginger rogers thing everything fred did but backwards and in heels of course yeah, yeah no we, that was driven very very deeply home um so uh now uh, we should tell people what they're listening to, actually, if they're just tuning in. Um, this is Miami Valley Voices on this Cox Radio Station. I'm your host, Ron Rollins, and uh, we're in the studio with uh, Paula Cosby, who is the executive director of Clothes That Work, which is a very, very neat organization that helps people get back into the job market the, the right way um, with confidence. Um, so now, you guys have another event coming up. We do. We do. We um, are looking at your big our, annual event. our largest fundraiser. It is our annual event. Mm-hmm. It is Fashioning Futures. Cool. Um, and this is an opportunity that the community comes together. We have about 550 guests that come together to celebrate the successes of our clients. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the, without question, the biggest feel-good event of the um, of the season. Mm-hmm. We uh, showcase the successes of our clients, and we also showcase them in clothing that's been donated by the community. Mm-hmm. So we give the community an opportunity to, in a very tangible way, touch and see and feel our mission mm-hmm. and I tell you what if last year is any indication and I've been involved with this for probably now four years mm-hmm. if last year is any indication it's it's always a, a heartwarming tear-jerking event cool event, because yeah. you see people that uh, clients in, in particular who come from a, a variety of circumstances in life circumstances that you and I could literally find ourselves in tomorrow mm-hmm. um, and how they really are working hard to uh, f- to gain independence mm-hmm. and to attain self-reliance and how the community comes together whether it's through the donating of clothes whether it's through the financial contributions to the organization but how the community rallies around um, a job seeker to help them mm. achieve employment success. So it's, so it's a great event. It is. So tell people what happens. Um, well, we have a, a runway show that features our models and um, does basically what we just talked about. Uh, they they have this runway show and it's so um, fun to mm. watch these quiet, unassuming mm. job seekers mm. who mm. are so afraid to get on stage right. to totally transform and become these runway divas. Right. Um, it's just it's it's an amazing thing to see. So it's, um, in, it's a luncheon at Sinclair. It is a luncheon at Sinclair, right? when is and it this year? we are hosting it on October twenty second cool. from eleven thirty to one o'clock. Okay. Um, and tickets are available online. Good. At um, eighty five dollars, and you can get them online at. 
our website, which mm-hmm. is closethatwork.org. Excellent. So we're hoping that if you haven't purchased already or if you haven't committed to sit at one of our many sponsors' tables, mm-hmm. then please get online and join us. This is, without question, a can't-miss event. It is, it is a lot of fun. Um, as I recall, it's three men and three women usually that do the Typically, runway? Typically, we try to showcase six uh, yeah. runway models, yeah. and then we um, highlight a, a keynote speaker who right. um, has a, a story of success. Right. Now, I want to back up and just say that um, our clients are in various modes of success, and sure. you know, success is a relative term. I was so say, that's true of everybody, actually. It, yeah, right? Very much, very <laughs> much so. So, some may be employed mm-hmm. and have been on their um, their journey for independence for you know a number of years. Mm-hmm. Some are maybe just entering into the workforce, and then there are some that are still looking. Mm-hmm. I one of the most Im- impacting uh, luncheons I went to, and it was actually my first one, uh, a couple of the runway models did not have a job, but they were showcasing their uh, mm-hmm. their skills, and mm-hmm. we talked about it from the stage, and I actually was a guest at that point. I wasn't engaged with the organization right, as an employee at that two point. two years or three years at the job? I have been at the organization now. Um, I'm celebrating my fourth anniversary okay. this weekend. Excellent. Congratulations. Um, I've been the director now for two, mm-hmm. but during this luncheon, it was so amazing to watch the number of guests in the audience who mm-hmm. have businesses, who have, you know, are engaged in in corporate success mm-hmm. offer positions of or actually offer interviews mm-hmm. to our job seekers mm-hmm. so it, it just it's it's the most amazing thing to to be a part of yeah that is really cool um so um the the um the thing you mentioned i wanted to pick up on that you said a minute ago you mentioned that it's one of the feel-good events of the uh, of the season and it strikes me that that we have a lot of nonprofits, you know, directors come through the studio here, and and actually, so many of them are. I think that's kind of a reflection of the kind of work that Close That Work does. Is that you are usually telling good stories and stories of uplift because you're talking about people who are on the kind of cusp of or are past the threshold of of, of starting some new chapter in their lives. Whereas you know, you're not you're not worried about you know beating hunger or or you know it's not a downer mission is what I'm saying. It's I a very uplifting agree. mission. Not to in any way poo poo or, or make light of the, the oh, other work that other nonprofits absolutely it's do, very but, important. But the, the the work that you guys do is is kind of more. Um, Sunny than a lot of what, you're, you're what very comes. Right. Yeah, we're yeah. we're taking uh, we're taking the hands of and we're walking alongside people mm-hmm. who are have committed to making change right. in their lives, right. and that's what what makes I think our mission very right, right. very um, engaging. I also want to say that you know, for as much as um, our, my colleagues in the nonprofit arena are doing some very wonderful and great things, um, we're happy to collaborate them with mm-hmm. them to do that. Uh, our luncheon happens to be one of the top twenty five uh, local fundraisers in the community, oh, so cool. that also lends credence to why I say sure. it is one of the best feel good events yeah. to attend. Yeah, no, it really is. I mean, uh, again, not to make light in any way of people who are solving heroin overdoses or something, but you guys are working on stuff that is really kind of people who are on on the way up. On the way up, Uh, And they may have been down, but they're on the way up now when you're dealing with them, and you're kind of nudging them along. How often do you hear back from people after they've gone through your organization? We do hear back from them from time to time. Um, I, I... 
I would say that for the most part, uh, we could hear, uh, there are a lot of people in the community that we've served. Um, as I shared with you, we're celebrating our, we're in our 18th year, mm-hmm. 18th year now. And over that course of our 17 years, we have served over 25,000 job seekers. Wow. Now, how many of those 25 have we, 25,000 have we heard from? A very small percentage, but um, I also say that, you know, this is really a difficult time in people's lives to have to admit that they need support or mm-hmm. that they need sure. services. But but for those that do come back to us, we we're, are we're happy to engage in their success. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked earlier about how do we um, help job seekers, uh, and you asked me to walk you through the first experience. Sure. Well, in reality, we actually um, are, are available to a job seeker uh, once they secure the position. They can come back to us and get an additional three, four more outfits oh, that's cool. for us to help them for the, with their workplace attire. So there's getting the job and there's keeping the job. Exactly. Exactly, right, right. exactly. And we are committed to, um, you know, walking hand in hand with that. We're so committed to the point that we're looking now to expand our services, still keeping within the realm of our mission and empowering job seekers with confidence and preparedness. Mm-hmm. We're now hoping to empower them with confidence through their education. So as you talk about maintaining employment, uh, we're looking to maintain that relationship with a job seeker from their pre-employment mm-hmm. to their first first year and a half of employment Mm -hmm. by providing them with additional workshops. We're uh, developing workshops with a wonderful um, um, panel of experts who are helping us to develop curriculum for uh, communicating like a professional, business etiquette, um, the importance of business networking. So we're looking to um, impact that level of confidence even beyond just the professional exterior image now mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. helping job seekers to again understand employers expectations mm-hmm. now that they're in the workplace mm-hmm. um, so we're, we're happy to be able to extend our mission to um, to go that next step mm-hmm. to, to to maintain that relationship with the job seeker and newly employed so are you talking about like um, I mean there's all kinds of different skills or, or or needs that go into keeping a job once you have it. There's not just the stuff that you need on the job, but there's also the the life skills that are around that, sort of Absolutely. like, you know, showing up on time, make, making what to do if your car breaks down and you're going to be late to work. Do you just show up later? Do you call your boss and tell them? I mean, is that stuff part of the, 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 sure the stuff is. that you counsel on? And you couldn't have said it any better. Um, those are the kinds of things we're talking about. We have a number of partners in the community that are so um, so strongly developing skills, the hard technical skills. Mm-hmm. But uh, And we have a few partners that are engaged in the, um, in the life skills, as you refer to them, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what they are. I'm looking to oh. acquire some of them someday myself. <laughs> I would yeah, I would venture to guess that you you you've got your employer's expectations down perfectly. Oh, they're probably about done with but, me any time now. <laughs> yeah, we've used but, that guy. But we're helping yeah. uh, we're helping uh, individuals who may not have been in the workplace for an extended period or who are entering it for the first time understand what life skills and what what behaviors are mm-hmm. important to maintain that employment. And not only you spoke very um, very pointedly to if something happens and you can't make it to work what do you do? Well, we're also talking about, you know, how do you communicate with your uh, employer? How do mm-hmm. you um, how do you understand what your employer's expectations and more importantly, how do you relate to your coworkers and mm-hmm. how do you communicate to them? Yeah. How do you handle conflict when something comes up? Do you simply
simply walk out, or do you use these these techniques to mm. um, to to do that? And How so, do you handle ridiculously harsh criticism? Yeah, <laughs> I mean seriously, people are not used to. I mean, in every office situation's environment yeah. is different. You know, right. I mean, um, or every environment situation is different. Where you know you just because you had good luck and an experience in a certain kind of work culture does not mean you'll be familiar with the next one you're in, you know, they're, they're, so. they're, they're often very different. Very much so. So we're, um, we are really looking to over the next uh, year or so, um, we're looking to, um, open that, that understanding to mm. the, uh, to the job seeker. We're not necessarily teaching those skills, but we're certainly setting the expectation and mm. helping them to understand what the expectations are. Now, sometimes do you, um, do you sometimes, um, I'm how to ask this right. Do you have sometimes a, a sense of what the job is or what the work environment is that the uh, client may be interviewing for? And you're able to actually give them specific coaching on, on, how a particular employer, what a particular employer looks for or expects, or or is it more general? We It's very general, although yeah. we do spend time, again, talking now about the relationship that the client coach has with the uh, job seeker. Mm -hmm. We do spend time understanding what the job seeker's um, needs are. Right. So we talk okay. about what kinds of uh, interview they're going for, what their interest is in, in job or career, mm -hmm. and we talk to them about those kinds of things. But the, um, the coaching that we give is probably more on a generalized level um, but you know we're, we're spending 45 minutes to an hour with this person if right. they've got specific questions right. our, our client coaches are very um, open to um, provide that information yeah. and let me just say too um, while our client coaches are volunteers they are trained but they come to us from a variety of uh, fields of expertise sure, sure. whether it's education whether it's um, uh, um, academia, mm -hmm. they're coming from a, a broad background and they have a, a large level of expertise that's coming with them that they're pouring into our job seekers. That's cool. Uh, a couple minutes left. Remind us how you came to the job. Well, I actually came to the job. My first exposure was through the luncheon, oh. um, which again, our luncheon is, I'm going to shamelessly plug us. October plug the luncheon. It's October, October 22nd. 22nd. Tickets are $85. Plug, plug. Get them on the website. But that's my first. Um, there is no shameless plugging on this show. That's why you're here. Okay. <laughs> well, then thank you very you're much welcome. for allowing me to say that. Absolutely. Um, but there I are, figure we'll sneak it in one more time. There are also a number of other ways that you can get involved. If your calendar is booked for Thursday, October 22nd, but you're still interested in engaging with our mission, you mm -hmm. can do it by donating your clothing, mm -hmm. um, donating, uh, hosting a clothing drive. For example, mm -hmm. Cox Media would be a wonderful clothing drive mm -hmm. uh, host and partner. Um, you can volunteer your time with us, whether it's through our boutique, which is open to the mm -hmm. public. Sure, you can donate um, money. And you can always donate Actual money. Actual money. So <laughs> always donate unrestricted dollars. It's an executive that's, director's that's, dream. That's exactly right. So again, you are, are you from the Dayton area? Or? I am not from the Dayton area, although I've been here long enough that I should say so. I am a graduate, uh, undergraduate of uh, University of Dayton. Okay. Got my master's degree at Wright State University, oh. and I've been in the community now for well over 20 years. So I should say that I am... Um, I, I am very committed to this community yeah, yeah. and, and it feels, helping to it feels develop like home. It. That's right. Yeah. And um, so we should remind people one more time, the um, 2004, 2015 Fashioning Futures Luncheon, Sinclair Community College, Thursday, October 22nd, uh, in the Great Hall at Sinclair from 11 till 1 or so. Tickets are... $85? $85. And uh, you can go online to closethatwork.org. 
Yes, exactly. Wow. Exactly. You that's, you got it on that's the That's fabulous. On the I, before we turn on the mics, I was trying to remember if I was at last year's uh, luncheon, and I've, I've been to several of them, and they really are fun events. Oh, I'm glad you yeah. think so. And what you said, too, about the um, the the, uh, the the runway strut uh-huh. that kind of pops out of yeah. these folks that you can tell are are probably fairly shy is is always kind of cool. Yeah, they all yeah. they all of a sudden turn into yeah. divas when they hear that yeah. music and their their foot hits that stage, yeah. they turn into divas. Yeah. So let me add one more thing. Um, at our luncheon, uh, not only will you experience these feel good stories and you'll you'll um, be able to interact and network with you know, your mm-hmm. colleagues of almost 550 some guests, you also will ha- have an opportunity to experience our pop up boutique. So we're bringing mm-hmm. our pop, right. our boutique yeah. to the uh, luncheon, right. and you'll have an opportunity to. Purchase uh, purchase raffle tickets for some amazing prizes this year. They will be very different and cool. ve- uh, high quality. So Excellent. you have an opportunity to, su- to support us in a number of ways. And as you said, and I can't say it better, mm-hmm. financial contributions are always, always welcome. welcome. <laughs> and remember, anybody who's anybody in town will be at the luncheon. So that's so right. So be you know. there. That's right. Hey, thanks for coming in. I thanks for having it. me. And, it's always uh, good to see you. Absolutely. We'll probably uh, get you back. Well, I'll probably see you around town somewhere in the next 36 hours or so because <laughs> We've been bumping into each other all week, but we'll get you back on the show next year. It's been a good thing. Yeah, it has been. So this has uh, been uh, Miami Valley Voices. We've been in the studio with Paula Cosby, the executive director of Clothes That Work, one of our favorite organizations in town. Thanks again for coming in. Thanks so much. Absolutely. All right. And this is Ron Rollins. This has been Miami Valley Voices, and we will see you next Sunday. Have a great day.